Okay, in the name of the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, Lord, we thank you for bringing us together this time. Thank you for allowing us always to come and be in your presence, being the presence of your presence of your spirit, presence of your light, as you come and touch our hearts, give uh, understanding, give us eyes can hear and a heart can receive that can grow and multiply through for all my brothers and sisters, for those remember everyone. The prayers of all your saints in your name of Jesus, we praising our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. That will be done on earth. Give us this day our dear bread. Forgive us our trespasses as you forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us at temptation, but deliver us from Christ, and the kingdom, the power, the glory, now and forever, and to the ages of all the ages. Amen. Okay, so welcome again, everyone, as we uh, continue our study, uh, the Gospel of St. Mark, and still chapter one. This is our sixth session, I think, six or seven, uh, away from the introduction, probably sixth session, uh, maybe more, can't remember. But uh, uh, chapter one, Gospel of St. Mark, we've talked about, about the, the, uh, the importance of, of, of St. Mark and looking at it again from uh, just the beginning of the chapter itself. You know, again, remember this. Remember that the, the, the one thing that we need to, to, to always remember as a start of the, of the gospel is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the beginning of the gospel. And that's kind of interesting as we will see uh, that uh, as we go on with that, that uh, that uh, he keeps coming back again to that idea of the preaching and the idea of the of the news, the good news. The gospel we said is the good news. The gospel is a word that is meant to be uh, called or or, or 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 stated for news in general. So the gospel of Jesus Christ, and as we said before, uh, Jesus Christ not just the name, but it's the function also. So it's the person and the function of the person and the presence of the person as the uh, anointed Messiah, the anointed uh, Savior that is coming to 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 serve, to serve as as it's very 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 clear in the Gospel of Saint Mark uh, as the servant that is coming to serve and but serves as we've, we've been talking about it last last week, uh, serve with authority, right, and serve with uh, with with power and serve with love and passion as you will see today also. So. Just again, the what we've been talking about, you know, uh, especially last last couple of times, is uh, the 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 flow of of the events itself. And as we always see in and, and see in the in the, in the Gospel of Saint Mark, that 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 immediately the 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 pace of the event itself. We know that he was in Capernaum. He went to the synagogue. He started to preach with authority, as we talked before. He started to, 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 he healed the, the man that is possessed. He uh, went out again, as you will see today, into continuation of that. And then, uh, uh, idea again of, of how we can, we can, uh, you know, when when he was talking about, uh, or when we were talking about how he went and saw Simon and Andrew and uh, Fisher of men, and then the idea of 
being able to uh, to 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 follow him as in imitating him, not just following him, but imitating him also in uh, in in his life, in his mission, uh, and in everything else that he is uh, trying to teach us. Um, is the connection okay? Can you hear me and see me okay or not? Okay. Uh, it might be the connection, so bear with me here. If it continues like that, let me know. I can change the the it cuts a little bit of it's not too bad but it cuts in. okay let me know just keep if it doesn't work then i can link yeah to it. yeah it does okay all right just let me know if it does then i i'll i'll I'll, uh, I'll link to my phone instead of the of the internet here but uh with with that you see actually the 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 events that comes in in chapter one it's kind of amazing so if, if we if we just go through the events that we've been through right now what how how many things and how can you uh maybe maybe that's what we should start with kind of like the going back again as a recap what are the events that 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 we've been through since the beginning of the chapter until now and then uh maybe share something how how one of like to you what is the the the, the one event that kind of actually you know uh touched and 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 spoke to you in a, in a way or another so uh from the beginning you know i'm just gonna start that again the beginning of that that uh, that the 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 john the baptist and the baptism and then we go on from this. Let's let's start from verse nine. Just gonna recap what we've been going through till now. What? How many events? Each one can can mention one, and then how did that kind of touch you in a way? Ahead, yes, go ahead. Okay, so for me, um, honestly, like last week's talk was the most one that really touched my heart when we were talking about how Jesus heals the man with the unclean spirit, like, and the authority and how you talked about that St. Mark put it in this order of the first miracle that happened to really emphasize the authority that Christ has over unclean spirits. To me, that was very beautiful. And I never honestly contemplated about that. So um, very touching. Yeah. You're starting from the last thing, which is yes. which is again the authority over the the unclean spirit, and how how does that you know uh, really is for us that authority, and we'll continue with that also even even more and more. Okay, very good. What else? Go ahead. If you want to share again, we're going through the events that are in chapter one since we started, and how would that kind of maybe uh, touched each one of us in in a different way, kind of sharing together. I was really touched by the story of um, how Satan was tempting Jesus, but because Jesus is the stronger, he was able to overpower him, and um, he can do the same for us if we reach out to him yes so the the main event which is again the the uh, uh, taking the spirit taking the lord to the wilderness and the temptation and then how he was able and as we said those are not just the three temptation because even in mark in mark here doesn't specify the three it's just kind of like he was there tempted and then you know angels came and and served him 
And we link this, if you remember, to Adam and Eve as, you know, that is, you know, bringing like in a way, uh, hinting on the second Adam who is back again to have control over the beast and over the being being uh, served by, by the angels. Yes. Okay. What else? Anything else? Anybody wants to share something? Okay, so we, we we had we had those again. You see, you see where, where Saint Mark is going with this from from the beginning, from the from the baptism, from the Holy Spirit, from the uh, temptation, from uh, coming back again and starting to preach again, and then going out and meeting the disciples and the four and bringing them back, and then uh, continuing with his. If you can imagine again uh, uh, a daily routine. For, God, for the Lord's service while he was on earth, right? Again, he goes out, his Capernaum is the, is the center and the, the, the headquarters. He goes out uh, on a Saturday, again, as it says in, 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 in chapter one here, start to preach and then, uh, you know, perform another miracle. And then uh, as it is, it is accustomed, then they go to a house in order to eat the Saturday or the Sabbath uh, meal. And then you see more events happening, and based on what happening, what's ha what happened, then things are are, are 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 kind of escalating, you know, more and more and more, till we see what you know at the end of the chapter, just kind of the end of a day, the end of a day. So if you can look at it this way with with me, I think it will be very very beautiful. Again, looking at a day in the life of Jesus on Earth, basically, right? Uh, being, but all this is being ready and being uh, 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 taking all the 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 the, the power that that uh, he has from the time of the of the baptism from the holy spirit and then moving on with that and then we'll see actually how he ends the day again with what with prayers so keep keep those two things as the beginning and the and the, and the end of the day as like maybe the two uh, end of 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 the 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 the, the, the um, containing all the events and how that can be very 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 actually a good model for each one of us as we will see we'll see through this today so kind of like just giving you a hint of uh, how how does that work and how is that uh, actually very applicable to us so again. The idea is not just to go through the text and wow, you know, he was doing this and this and that and 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 it's history and stories and then we just move on. But no, it is very actually uh, relatable to us and uh, and and meaningful to what we are going through in every single thing. So with 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 last uh, passage or last week passage from one to, from till up to twenty eight where he went and start to um to preach and to start to 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 teach with authority and then that person that was there and as we were talking last last time he was probably there more than one time right but then when 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 he had that encounter with with christ and then he was able to to be liberated and freed from them let's read again from 29 uh and move on and see what what do we have in this particular passage after this so again, uh, Mark 1, I'll read from 29 from the ESV. And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. 
Now, Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with a fever and immediately they told him about her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up and the fever left her and she began to serve them. That evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons. And the whole city was gathered together at the door and he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Let's just stop at this and then uh, hope we can move on to, to another uh, passage also. But uh, with, with that, with that, what's, what's very um, clear is again, the flow of the, of the events itself, right? And you see again, that, that, that fast pace, like immediately he told him, immediately he went. What's happening here again, that he, is going to to after teaching and after again uh, being in the synagogue and meeting with people. Then again, he went to uh, the house with, with of, of of Simon Peter and Andrew, and with him James and John. And then he found that other encounter that we're always and we probably all of us have have you know heard it and talked about it and and really uh, know it very, very well, the encounter with, uh, with uh, uh, Simon's mother-in-law. But there are too many things in here that may be kind of hidden that we haven't maybe looked at it from that view before. Um, again, I wanna hear from you. What comes to mind about the, 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 the flow of the, of the events itself? Again, he is, he is teaching and he is uh, preaching and he performed a miracle and then going back again with the four specifically to the house. Okay. What do you think the the going on in the mind of the of the four? Of the four? Because here it's interesting that it they are they are uh, mentioned specifically by name, right? And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Why do you think those, those four names specifically are mentioned in that particular uh verse why not just okay and he went and then okay but why the 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 pointing out that the four were are were with him at the time what do you think of that okay Okay, so they knew and they, they just kind of like, you know, kind of support in a way. Okay, that's one thing. What else? Yes. What else? You know, what kind of came to mind is maybe they needed to witness this for maybe some type of spiritual reason that God obviously knew about within their hearts. Okay. That's another thing, just witnessing what's going to happen. But this is all based on what, remember? Based on the commandment that he already asked them to do, based on the invitation that he already asked them to do early on, that, you know what, follow me, right? So they are literally following him, right? Remember, again, the, 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 the culture itself that, again, they are 
you know, if there is if there is somebody that's speaking in the synagogue and teaching, and then the culture of that of that uh, 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 day that the person will go to one of the houses and then they will just share a meal. So that is an actual normal thing. They were with him. He is the one that came and order and 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 asked them to follow him, and now they are just following him in order. You know. Uh, Simon's being, you know, probably close or generous or wanted to show that that love. So come, you know, and stay that come and and share that meal together. And you can probably see that that the the the, the ladies of the community are starting to cook and start to help. But then then Simon's mother-in-law is not with them, right? So the the understanding again and the flow of of the specifics of the details of that is the you can see how how uh intentional they are about following him right so you know they not just followed him to the synagogue and that's okay you know he is teaching and then that's done then we're done so let's just kind of wait and see what's happening but the intentional effort from their side to follow him where he go right and yes, he went to the house of Simon and, 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 and Andrew, but again, you see that James and John are always following, following. So the, I think one thing that is kind of clear in this is the, the, uh, the, 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 the intentional uh, action of them to follow him really where he goes, right? This is one thing. Another thing that's very, very actually uh, interesting, I was reading it, is they were with him in the synagogue as he is what? teaching right so now he is going to have kind of like away from teaching just kind of like normal life but the idea again that that we will follow you even away from the time of the service itself right and 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 the the, the thing that i was reading it says that a lot of times we leave god in the church and go back to our home not taking him with us to, to, to our daily life, right? So again, this is a very, very common daily activity. There is, there's nothing here. You're just gonna go and, and share a meal with them, which is a very normal, normal what? Normal routine that is common. But the idea that they want to follow him even with the daily Ruth is going to do right certain a certain time or certain frame or certain uh, place right this is the time of God and this is the time of eating right here we are coming out of, of, of the Thanksgiving and really thankful and everything but do we really put the put the effort that even in our festivity even in our being with our families or our friends or so and so are we putting the effort to really bringing him and following him not just leaving him at the synagogue no going with him literally in every single thing, right? And I think it's something that's very important and very, very easy to be distracted, right? But no, they were following him again. Yes, they didn't know. Yes, she was sick. Uh, but but the idea that, that again, knowing what's behind the scene, which is that is a normal uh, routine for them to just go and share a meal. Here we are, we're coming with you because you asked us to be to be with you, right? So not just, okay, we're gonna, you know, like we, you taught and then, this is your own time. We're just going to watch from a distance. No, I am with you every place. And I think if we if we take this to our 
to our life and our daily, you know, activities and daily routine that we are following them in every single place, every single thing, right? Whether we're eating, we're drinking, we're uh, working, we're driving, the idea that always being actually following them. When he said, follow me, he, he didn't say, follow me only when I'm serving, right? It was just a very general call that follow me, imitate me, be like me, right? And it's very interesting, actually, when you go on, if you jump across and, and, and to, to, to the book of Acts, for example, and see that they are doing the same thing. They learned, right? They, 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 they were there, they've seen him, so they are together already. And they are already every time, again, whether in prison or out of prison, in good time, in bad time, they're always following him, even though that he's not physically with them anymore. So this is this is one thing. The other thing, again, is... is uh, uh, how brief again, Saint Pete, uh, Saint Mark here. How brief Saint Mark is mentioning the story of uh, his mother-in-law, in 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 comparing this to the story in Matthew, for example, or in Luke, in the details and what happened. But here, just you know, again, the the text itself is very uh, brief as far as just basically. Uh, uh, one verse. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with a fever, and immediately they told him about her, and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and fever left her, and she began to serve them. Right. What's interesting in those two verses, in that in that story itself? Why again? Let me let me maybe make this more uh, clear. Why why here again? He says immediately they told him about her. What do you take from what do you take from this? Immediately they told him about her. I mean, he, they saw him take out um, a, an evil spirit from I mean, Maybe they had hope that he also has authority over sickness and is able to heal her. Right. That's that's so. So the authority that he has not only on, and that that you can see this later on when 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 he when he distinguished between those who are uh, sick and those who are oppressed by demons in verse thirty-two. Right. So that evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons. So here you can actually have like categorize them in two different categories. You know, those who are oppressed by demons and those who are sick. So it's again the 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 holistic authority over everything, over everything. So they've seen that, and then immediately they brought, uh, told him about her, told him about her. What else would that immediately told him about her? What what, what does it? What does it have also? You sense some kind of urgency, right? Right? So, and some kind of focus also, right? He, he, he would be there uh, and again, normal routine as i was saying after teaching and he's there to eat 
uh, or to share a meal, but they, they know that there is some kind of urgency here, right? And immediately they were, they were reaching and, 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 and going to him and telling him about, about her. Now, was she able to tell him about herself? No, right? She's laying ill with a fever and maybe not able to reach or not able to say or anything, but that, that you know, uh, that, that was their job at this point to, to, to tell him about her. What does that bring to mind? A person that is sick and not able to reach out, but other people who are in the same area and then they are telling him about her. What, what is that? What is that called? <laughs> Praying for each other. Exactly. Praying for each other, right? Requesting the help for each other, right? She is there, you know, sick with fever. She can't do anything. Maybe she doesn't even have the power to, to, to lift up her voice and say, you know what, come or whatever, right? But, but you see that those people who are able and willing and, and ready, they would immediately tell him about her, right? I think it's another very, very good practical point. You know, how, how much urgency we feel for those who are sick, not necessarily physical sickness, but, but, but spiritual sickness, right? All of us probably know someone, at least someone that is in need. And maybe not able to lift their voice and to cry out and say, you know, come heal me, right? But uh, do you just like look the other way and just pretend, or maybe again, they could have said, okay, well, maybe just like try to find somebody to cook and then just forget about her. And and later on, you know, he's he's coming and he's he's hungry and he's been teaching for a while and performing all those things. So let's just go on with the needs and forget about her, right? But I think it's a very, very good reminder when we look at the text and see, okay, this is our job. This is our job. Now, the question would be again, if we are in a situation like that now, in our day and age now, and we know that somebody is sick with a fever, again, spiritual sickness, right? What makes us have that urgency to bring him or to go and tell him about, about the person? or what makes us actually forget or, or care less in a way? What do you think? I want to hear also, because that's a very, very, very practical uh, practice and practical reflection on that particular story, right? I have a question. Yes. So this kind of came to mind from like the, the layman um, and his four friends that carried him and brought him through the roof and because of their faith, um, Christ healed him. So in this case, did was it the same case? Like they had great faith, and that's why God granted her healing, or what was the case? In a way, yes, it's the same concept that the the you know they knew that this person cannot reach and cannot be in his presence. So they they worked around it and find a way in order to bring him to 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 Christ. Right. In the same way, here also they knew that she is sick. And it, it probably shows more urgency here than the story of the four, right? Again, yes, they were they, they, they were kind of very uh, 
um, smart and very uh, working really hard on on finding a way to bring him in front of Christ. But here again, it's it's, uh, it's the idea that it's, it's, it's here. It's, it's more it's more clear that they immediately told him about her, right? So again, back again to 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 applying this to our life. You know what will make us really, you know, do what like what they did if we know that there's someone that really is in need, or what also will make us kind of forget about it, right? How can we make this something that's a practice? Like I know there is somebody that is in need, and immediately I'll go and tell him about the person. What do you think? Uh, Abuna, I think there's urgency when you yourself know the value of, you know, the healer and, and the, the kind of the healing that awaits. Um, you have to yourself know it first before you can bring other people to it. So that causes some urgency, I think, for me. That's a very good point, Winter. Thank you. Not even just know about the power of healing, but know the impact of sickness. Right? Like, you know, if you know, all of us probably at one point we had fever and we were sick and, 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 and we know how, how bad that is, right? And how hard that is and how miserable that could be. So knowing that there's somebody else in the same position, right? And there is a way out of it that makes, that brings more, more uh, urgency in there. So both the, knowing that the healing is beautiful and knowing also that the sickness is miserable, right? And that's another way also to look at, you know, most of the time we're struggling, all of us are struggling about probably uh, being judgmental, right? Judging someone. So instead of judging the person, I should look at it from the view or that person is actually, is in immediate need, right? And I bring him immediately, I go, instead of talking about the person, I go talk to the Lord about him or about her. Right. So, so knowing, you know, what does it really feel to be sick? Right. What else? Um, Abuna, kind of for me, like, I think what makes me lack urgency to, to maybe even talk to the person about the healer or even bring it to God is that if like, for example, if it's somebody from like another religion, you're like, or they don't even believe in Christ, they don't care, or they probably even know and they still don't believe. So what difference will it make if I talk to them about him or if I even talk to, like God, obviously I can talk to God about it, but to the person themselves, I probably would not be really um, mm. excited to do that. Yes, yes. That's another, that's a very, very actually, you know, uh, important point, which is, not again it goes back again to not feeling the, the the urgency that this person is and can be actually healed right uh for for yes either i am i don't have the 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 uh not think thinking about the person or thinking more about myself or or uh it's, it's uncomfortable for me to go and to talk to a person or to bring that up uh versus being responsible you know 
feeling responsible, like feeling again that I am responsible for every person and every person that God puts in front of me is for a reason, right? Not just again, you where you work, where you have somebody that is really struggling, you know, it's not just coincident. No, God put me, puts you in that place for at least to feel that urgency and go immediately and talk to the Lord about that person. Right? What else? Anything else? Anybody wants to share anything else in this point? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I was like, thank you for her. She got married from doing that. Yes. And I felt disappointed. Yes. And I felt grateful. Okay. Okay. That's a good point. Monica is saying here that, you know, knowing somebody that is really in need and you start to pray, but again, things doesn't happen fast enough or in the way we want it. So you start to actually get frustrated and maybe maybe like there's no point or whatever and or you forget about it and then just kind of leave it right but uh and that's another point is actually we, we we're, we're looking and waiting for the results that we want in our time in our way and everything right but i'm sure most of us have those experiences that you've been you know you know talking to people or or remembering somebody and even if we forget about them you know i was reading something at one point that even the people who ask us to pray for them and we forget about them but but in god's presence god even looks at the things that hidden in our mind so even if we forget but i have that name in my mind somewhere right and i'm sure all of us at one point you you start to think about some someone out of nowhere like i have no idea why i remember that person now right and you actually, if you worked upon it and, and on it and you start to reach out and like, wow, I was really actually, you know, wondering and was thinking and your text came or your call came at the perfect time. So, it, so it, it, it's, it's a very good way to look at this, at this miracle. Again, we usually don't look at it from this view. Like, wow, it's a miracle and she was sick and, you know, and he came and, but the role of the four is very important here. The role of the four is very important, right? And I think that's our role, that immediately they went and told him about her. About her. I think it's one thing, uh, write it down, Doreen, so you could, don't ask me at the end. One thing that uh, we can uh, work on uh, towards the, 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 the week is we immediately, we find those people and we think about those people and we bring them into our prayer. Immediately they told him about her, about her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up and the fever left her and she began to serve them. What do you think of this? There is one thing in order to, to, to make it more clear, I was looking at it, the, the term took her by the hand. What do you think of that term? So in another place, it would say he touched, right? Or he uh, stretched his hand or, but here he took her by the hand. Took her by the hand. <clears throat> what do you think of that? Uh, 
I was reading one of the translations. It says it's actually another translation that he seized her. The word has some kind of actually power again. That is used in a situation that you're actually holding someone captive. So what does it what does it tell us that he's actually he's actually as if he's 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 taking her captive, but captive by what? By his love. By his love. So as uh, that's exactly what Saint Paul says that, that the love of, of of Christ what engulfed us, surrounding us, right? right? The idea that I am, I am, I am, I am held captive by his love, right? And this is another thing, and that's another way, another reason why we should feel that urgency to bring people to him, right? Because they, they, us and them and everybody else, how often do we really feel that we are surrounded by that love? We are held captive by that love. Right? Versus oh, even ourselves, when we are sick and we go and ask him to heal us, usually we don't think of the love. We'll think of how he was going to look at us, right? You know, here I am coming with my illness, with my sickness, with my everything, and again, going to, to come to him and tell him about this and this and this, you know, it's enough, right? But but it's 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 very important to understand that no, he's actually the way he healed her is holding her captive by his love. And that's that's something how 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 does that come as as something that we can experience being held captive by his love? What do you think of that term? Is it more of a feeling, more of an understanding, more of a faith, more of what, what do you think of that? Have we ever been in that mindset that I know that I'm actually he's holding me captive by his love? I can't go away from him, <laughs> right? It's the reassurance, right? How does that show in our relationship? How can I really live that that I am, you know, his 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 healing is is based on his love and that he is he's holding me captive. What does it mean to hold me captive? Because it's very easy to say those words, but to live it is, is something else, right? being held captive by his love. What I, what I think about Abu is, um, what I think about is if you're held, if, 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 if you're held captive, then um, what came to my mind is that nothing else can then pull you, um, pull you away. Like I, I think of, you know, like a parent holding their child's hand and they have like a, a, a tight grip on their hand because they don't want them to run away or get right. hurt or injured. And the child can, it sometimes will like kind of try to like 
you know, kind of wriggle their way out of the parent's grip, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. or, yes. or sometimes the child will just kind of submit, I guess, um, and allow their parent to go ahead and, and keep their hand held, Please. you know, so that's, that's just kind of what came to mind as, as I'm sitting here thinking, like, it would mean if he holds us captive, that would mean that um, nothing should be able to pull us away. Right, right. It's that, it's that you know, the same idea of, of, of when St. Paul talks about, you know, being doulas, right? You know, that servant by choice. Yes, I am coming to you and I'm surrendering myself to you and I'm submitting myself to you as your servant, as your slave, but by my own choice, right? By my own choice. It's, it's uh, you know, being, being uh, I was just reading 2 Corinthians uh, 5, 13 and 14. Uh, for if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. Love of Christ either compels us in the New King James or love of Christ controls us. Second Corinthians 5, 14, right? And, and I think, again, you know, going back again to the four and seeing, you know, even that's very, very short period with him from the time he told them, come follow me till the time they went and heard his teaching with, with authority to the time that they, they've seen his authority over demons. Then they realize that this, this relationship is not just like, again, as we were talking last time, that authority is not just authority of power, but authority of love, authority of love. And you can, you, can, you can sense that. You can sense if I'm talking to you out of authority or out of love, right? And that's one thing that we, I think a lot of times in our relationship with God, we kind of like, you know, we, we're not paying enough attention to that point. Right? And it becomes again, the, the kind of normal uh, uh, cliche thing, but it's not really something that we're living. Again, as St. Paul says here in, in, in the same passage here, because that one has died for all, therefore all have died, right? And he died for all that those who lived might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Second Corinthians 5, 14 and 15, right? And then that changes our life, changes our way of looking at each other, because we know that we are, again, controlled and, 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 and compelled by his love. And then you start to actually look at this from every, from, from every other encounter with, anybody, with everybody else, right? So here, again, they are in the house. They're coming after a long day, after preaching, after this, they are time to eat they cannot find you know the the the, the lady of the house is sick and then and 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 then again the the the, the see that there is urgency knowing that he has the authority and he go in and say you know what i will actually uh, uh, heal you by will heal you with by capturing you <laughs> but with my love right and then he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up and the fever left her and she began to serve them. So the immediate reaction of being 
held captive by his love is what? What is the immediate reaction here from her? She serves. She serves whom? It says what? She, she served them, right? She served them. So not only him, but them. So in them here, this is everybody. Christ and, and his disciple and whoever is there. So there is no here distinction, right? Which is another, another very important thing that exactly, you know, back again to Matthew 25, right? Like, you know, I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you did this. I was hungry and you did this. So the, 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 the totality of the body of Christ, right? And that becomes a very, very, very natural thing. You know, I have been captured by his love. I've been healed by his love. And then I'll automatically, the first thing I will do is to do what? Is to serve and serve them, right? Not only, again, we, we probably talked about this before. You know, I think it was, can't remember. I think it was one of the camel who said like, you know, if you're serving certain class, for example, you're not just serving that age only in that building only. You're serving everybody that is under that category. So the idea of, of the, 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 the wide view of what service is, right? Not only, uh, you know, per place or time or number, but it becomes everybody, everybody serving them, right? Them all. And that becomes, again, I think it's a very, very good, Kind of measure to 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 you know as much healing we get as much serving we offer, right? Right. But there is another thing also in this particular thing. You know, all of us again, you know, that who've been sick at one point or another. Usually, again, the idea here that once she was healed, you know, immediately she start to serve, right? Yes. And she began to serve them, right? Usually we'd need some time to what? Like, you know, if, if, we get, if we're getting like a, a flu or a cold or, you know, uh, during the last couple of years, if anybody caught uh, COVID or something, you need some time to do it, to gain your strength, right? You won't come out after your fever broke and just right away you start to serve and make a, a, a meal and make a festivity or whatever, right? So here you see that there is also something beyond our normal power, right? She began, again, the first thing that she was captured by, the, by that love, and as if that love became what, like what, like a fire, like, okay, I forget about myself, forget about how sick I was, forget about, look, I need some time to regain my strength again, and know it, it's not time for, for guests now, just give me a couple more days to, to, to start. No, no, no. Right? The touch was there exactly as what he did with them. Follow me, and then they left everything and followed him. Right? So it, it, is, it is an opportunity for us to live that life and to, to, to experience that love. Right? To be, have that love for each other, to know that we need to bring each other to him, to know that once we are, once he is capturing us with his love, then, then this kind of gives us that renewal, right? The new person. And that new person is ready and willing right away to do what? To serve, to serve, right? Lots of times we're, we're, we're demanding to get healing, but we don't think of serving. We don't think of serving.
Well, and service again is, is everything. As I'm just listening to something, just again, just smiling towards someone is service. Just again, looking at, at, at understanding and just bringing, as we're just saying here, just bringing names to God that these people are in need, that is service. Just living as who we are, that is service. So the, 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 the day continues, again, we're, we're talking about a day in the life of, of the Lord on earth, right? He, uh, he went to the house and then he, again, on the, you know, you know as he was there, he encountered uh, Simon's mother-in-law and he healed her and she began to serve them and then start into another, another part. That evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons. And the whole city was gathered together at the door and he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Why, why he talks about at that evening at sundown? Why specifically that time uh, frame? Why do, what do you think that is? So right now we're talking about what day of the week. If you go back to verse 21. Saturday. Sabbath. Yes, exactly. So all this is happening on Saturday. When it comes the evening, what is the evening in the Jewish calendar, in the Jewish time? The next day. The next day, exactly. So we're not in the Sabbath anymore. And as you can probably know from before or from even other encounters that how can you do this on sabbath right so people are now that sabbath is gone so they are able to bring people who are sick we're away from the sabbath away from from observing the sabbath and now it's another day it's another day right but they start that other day with what with bringing people to him Right, and that's another also kind of like a, a thought to contemplate about that that evening at sundown. So evening at sundown, in our understanding, that day is gone, but actually the day is just beginning, day is just beginning, and that's why again, if you look at at the the the, the, the Orthodox uh, calendar rituals, that, that we start the day from vespers, right? So when we say okay, the evening now is not actually the, the day is gone, no, it's the beginning of the day. And you start the beginning of the day here with what? With bringing people, or bringing sickness to him. So that's another another uh, nice thought to contemplate upon that we start our day with bringing our sicknesses to him, right? That evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed, demons and whole city was given. So again, you can just imagine with me, you know, it was just the four and, 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 and maybe Jesus, maybe a few other people going to the house and eating and finishing and then sun down, sun is down and then Peter's looking out the window and all of a sudden there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people are gathering. But well, what's happening here, right? But then people heard and then people are starting to, to bring their other uh, and the sick and, and those who are in need in order to be to be healed. The whole city was gathered together at the door. Imagine again, one small little house, right? And then the whole city and is, is gathered together at the door, right? And that's another thing also that whenever Christ is, there is always what? 
unity, right? He brings people. He did this on the cross. He brought, you know, the, the, the people together. He brought the, the Roman and the Jew to agree even as, as being his enemies. So the idea that whenever he is there, he is, in a way or another, he is bringing people together, gathered together. And he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons and he would not permit the demons to speak and we talked about this last time why he's not allowing the people to to to, to speak and the demons to speak because that was not the time right he still needs to do what to preach to preach and you see this very very uh 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 obvious in in the next passage specifically in verse 38 and 39 rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let us go on the next town that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. Right? Yes, I'm doing miracles, I'm performing miracles, and I'm healing people, but that's not what I came out for, right? I talked about this at one Sunday before the hearing, before the healing. He is, he, he is very, very, very uh, clear, specifically in the Gospel of Mark, that he is out for teaching. He's out for teaching. And that's why, you know, the, 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 um, the people coming to him in order to uh, to be healed, but uh, he didn't want that. He left them, right? Again, think of it from from a point of an earthly, you know, uh, service service, right? Here you are, you're going out, and then all of a sudden, you know, people heard there is a, a sermon or there's crusade, you know, talking about uh, Nigerian language now, and uh, there is a camp and there is missionaries coming and the whole country, the whole city came and surrounding them in order to be healed. But then he leave all this and then disappears. Like that's, like, this is what you're here for, right? People are there for you. He goes, no, that's not what I'm here for. And it's very interesting mindset. Again, it, it shows how much, again, we can get so much distracted, right? By the results. But the, the results are not always the plan, right? In any setting, in any service, you're always very, very happy. Like, wow, the church was full today, right? We had that meeting, we had that retreat, we had that uh, camping or whatever, whatever, whatever thing and we're so much like okay number but he it's interesting he goes like he left all this and just disappeared that they were trying to find him but they couldn't find him right that's not what he wants that's not we need to be very very clear on what we want and what's the purpose of our everything that we do everything right and not be going after our own uh, gratification, right? Because again, who 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 would who would, who wouldn't want a church that's full of people, right? That's beautiful. That's good. But are all the people really in good relationship with him or not? Right? As servants, as leaders, as people who are serving, as even people who are coming, you know, I'm coming. You know, I it, it, you know I, I I never miss a Sunday. It's very good. I'm always there. Okay, very good. 
But what, what are we getting out of that? Is it just the check-in and we're, you know, we're checking in people now and then my report is 100% attendance? <laughs> no. No. It's very, very easy to be deceived, right? Very easy. But you know what he did here and what St. Mark is putting in the text here is very, very also uh, alarming, right? As it says here in verse 37, and they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. Aren't you here for this? What else do you want? Everybody's looking for you. I said, no, no, I'm not here for that. I came to preach, to teach, not to heal. Yes, healing comes after healing, as I was saying, but let's be specific. Let's be very, very clear on what we are doing. What is the mission? And I think it's something that we all fall uh, you, you tell me, you know, I want to hear from you. Like, you know, how, how, how easy is it to get distracted and the mission that we have from God becomes very, very lost. Why is that? Why is that? I want to hear from you. Specifically, I want to hear from, from you guys who are in the mission, actually, right? Because that, we can apply this to everything. How fast and how easy and how, uh, uh, you know, uh, deceiving it is to, to, to lose the actual reason, the actual, again, the why. The why. Again, everybody's looking for you. Where are you? Like in any mindset, you know, this is okay. Let's just spend the night here and let's just keep preaching or keep performing miracles all night. What else do you want? Glory, right? People are, are, are getting healed and demons are being cast out and, and okay, but what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's very clear here um, that we just notice it, like when there's a lot of people, we get very energized. And when nobody shows up, it's like very discouraging. It's almost like you have to um, intentionally kind of really work at remembering, okay, this is not the point. The point is, you know, um, is really just reaching out to that one person and whoever it is that God wants to bring. Um, yeah, it's almost against our nature. Yes. Yes, thanks, Winter. Yeah, it's almost against our nature, definitely. Because we're always looking for that, again, self-gratification and self-awareness you know, uh, awareness that we, 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 we've done something. We've done something. Yeah. I remember when we used to one one time, you know, Vera at, at Focus, she always says, no, we're here on a Sunday to serve meals, whether we have 200 meals or we have this one meal. But we know that we are here to give out that one meal. Right? When we serve the, 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 the homeless and the poor. Right? Yes, it's good to, to give out 200 meals, beautiful. But it's, oh, if God wants to send us only one person, one meal, that's, that's wonderful. That's what he wants. And we're here for that. Right? What else? Other thoughts about this? Hey, Buna, can I go back a little bit to the desolate place? Yes. Like when he says um, he departed and went out to a desolate place. I think it for me, it's the importance of um, making sure that it's our time alone with God. Um, even though he was the son of God and um, he was given that 
ability to like minister and heal, he still found that importance and that sitting alone with God and understanding that, like, can I, can I be sitting in that presence? Am I able to just um, quiet everything around me? And in that way, he was able to teach his disciples by showing them the importance of uh, prayer. And I think that was very early on in the ministry. So the disciples hadn't obviously been with him for a long time. So understanding that like every time they can't find him, probably he was probably praying. He was, praying. He was right. somewhere, somewhere alone. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Thanks, Marianne. It's, it's, it's a very, very important point. That's exactly what we're saying. Again, the before he started this, he was alone in the wilderness, right? And then again, after a long, again, we're, we're, we're just looking at a day in the life of Christ, right? After a long day, he started with teaching, started with miracles, started with everything. And then he still, with all that, makes it important and show that importance to his disciples that, you know, it's, I have to be alone. I have to be alone. Right. I have to to spend the time, you know, you know, service, preaching, miracles, uh, everything. But then it always has to be followed by, by that quiet time, by that, you know, being alone with him, with the Father, with the Father, right? And that's how you know that's how we we we, we keep that 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 fire going. That's how we 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 keep that uh, renewal, right? Again, you know, it's, you think it's not. Those of you who have seen the chosen, you see, like after performing the miracles and everything, and like he's tired, and they bring him in as the the the, the tired man that the the people will like, okay, or his disciple, like, hey, somebody give him a drink, somebody like sit for a while. You've been tired, you've been working and doing this all day. So it's tiring, it is tiring, right? But here it's very important to say, like, you know what, after all this, that 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 you know, there is no excuse not to pray. Number one, number two, the importance of actually feeling and seeing that you know what there is, there is this is where I can, and this is why I want I can continue and how I can continue with that mindset, right? So it's it's again, you see the, the dynamic of the day, how 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 that is going, right? But you see also that every single thing, and, and it says here uh, in verse 36 that Simon and those who were with him search for him, search for him. In 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 uh, in the Arabic actually says that they followed him, not search for him. So it's kind of you know uh, in the original might might be a uh, little bit different, but it's important to know that uh, uh, even if they searched for him, they, they followed him to find where he is, right? And again, back to the idea of, he told them from the beginning, come and follow me, right? So uh, they're actually doing this. They followed him to the house, they followed him to the synagogue, they followed him as he's performing the miracle, even the time that he kind of like went alone and couldn't find him, they still are searching for him, right? The, the 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 idea of like we like we've committed to this right and this is you told us to follow you and we said we will follow you and we will show this actually in every single uh task that we were in simon and those who were with him searched for him we're searching for him right uh, and that's another thing you know in the midst of all what we do whether that is service or business or everything are we searching for him or not are we searching for him or not you know it's uh the 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 word itself actually in Greek the katadiuko which is to follow after or to follow up 
So they're not just searching, but the word actually has that connotation of actually following him, following him. That's why in the Arabic it says, uh, they followed him. And Simon and those who were with him search for him. The actual word is to actually uh, to follow after. Uh, in a good sense, it says, uh, of those in search of anyone. They're trying to find him, trying to find him, trying to follow him, to see where did he go in the middle of the night? And where, you know, what is he doing and how we can learn from him and how we can continue that, that mindset also, that mindset. So you see, again, several events that, that going one after the other in the text here. And we'll stop at this because the last, the last event, there's a lot to say about, which is the healing the leper. That, that's the, the last uh, miracle in this, in this, or the last event in this chapter. But, uh, but going back again to see the, the one thing, or one of the things that we talked about today is how he is specifically saying that, you know what, this is why I'm here. This is, for that is why I came out in 138. He said to them, let us go on the next town that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. I think it's very, very important to, for, for, for everything that we do, again, whether it's spiritual or, or practical or whatever, to know exactly what we came out for. What's our purpose? And what's how we can take this from God, taking that mission from God. And moving on, very, very, very uh, uh, clear and direct towards fulfilling that mission in every single thing that we do. And not being distracted with the, the, the glamorous thing that can come in our mind and can easily take us away from everything else. Right? For him, he came to preach, came to, 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 to teach, right? And he went throughout all Galilee preaching again in their synagogues and casting out demons. Casting out demons as if it's like a byproduct, right? Again, because preaching with the authority of, of his word and then definitely while he is there and once he is there and once he is teaching, then the outcome right away will be what? Casting out demons. Casting out. See this? It's kind of interesting that at this, at this passage, at the end of this, it doesn't say he was healing, but he was a casting, right? I, you know, I, I just paid atten attention to this now, to be honest with you. you know, let's, let's just bring it back here because in, in 38 and 39, and he went throughout all Galilee preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. While earlier, the kind of categorized, as we said in verse 32, who were sick or oppressed by demons. But here it's, it's, it's for a reason. It's for a reason that he was there uh, preaching in their synagogues in the Galilee and casting out demons. Because that, again, that is why he's preaching. That's why he's preaching, is to, is to free people and free us through the word from, from whatever that can have uh, authority over us. So uh, another, another again, just, just look at it as we are going through another day of the life of Christ on earth. How is he waking up on a Saturday, going to the synagogue, preaching, finding somebody that's there, that's been there, but then preaching with authority and then going to the house and capturing the, 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 the Simon's mother-in-law with his love. Again, he seized her. He, he took her by the hand, which is the life-giving hand, right? That's what we pray. He took bread on his life-giving without blemish, without pure, right? The pure life-giving hand. And this is the hand that is extends to each one of us. Right? But, 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 but let, let, let him capture us with that love in order to be healed and immediately to serve him. Again, you know, if we are not serving, then we're not healed. If we're not serving, that we're not healed. If we are healed, we have to serve. 
deficit in any in any way in any way and then going again and then not being distracted by by the people and by the crowd and by the whole city that came after him but going taking the time going in the wilderness again finding the time to talk to his father and in order to regain that and to declare that to them this is why i'm here this is why i'm here i'm here so i can preach and with that authority of teaching i'll be able to cast out demons questions or comments okay we'll uh, we'll have one more uh passage in chapter one still and then uh we'll go through it next time god willing and then we'll uh we'll uh, probably start also part of chapter two and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll go on so next friday uh same time 6 30 also we'll continue uh with uh, with uh, uh our study just making sure yes okay questions again Anybody wants to add anything? All right. Uh, good to have you all. Let's pray and then uh, conclude. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, one God, and we dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for your word, the life-giving, Lord, uh, allowing us, Lord, to taste and to see, Lord, uh, your love and your, your, your mercy, Lord. Lord, we pray, Lord, that we come to you, Lord, and uh, bring everybody, Lord, that who are sick to you, Lord, and... Uh, Tell you about them, Lord. Tell you about ourselves first, Lord, to bring our sick uh, soul and body and spirit, Lord, to you in order to uh, to to seize us, Lord, to take us captive, Lord, by your love, Lord. Uh, uh, allow that love, Lord, to 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 really touch our heart and to grow in our heart, Lord, and to uh, know that have the faith, Lord, that your love, Lord, surrounding us from every direction, Lord, that we just. Uh, we want to follow you, Lord, everywhere, Lord, everywhere we follow you. Praying, Lord, for uh, those who ha don't have that opportunity, for those who don't really even understand your love or see your love, Lord. Or maybe just waiting and looking at you, Lord, as that uh, uh, judging person that just showing and pointing at our our weaknesses and our flaws and just uh, waiting that we can fall so you can uh, punish us lord but uh, show your love lord to everybody that we can really live that and, and and bring that to other people and and spread that love all over the world hear our prayer and supplication thank you for the season for that nativity season lord that we start the fast and prepare our hearts lord for you to come and dwell and to take over everything lord and to heal our sicknesses lord prayers of all your sins in your name, Lord, hear us when we say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us this day of daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those trespasses. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us. Thine the kingdom, power, the glory, now and forever, ages, ages. Amen. Go in peace. Have a good night and good uh, rest of the weekend. See Thank you. Guys. You too. Bye, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you all. Take care of yourself.